Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Lizzie One to One. Now joining me today is Nayota, a talented female musician who not only goes within R&B and soul, uh, but she also ventures into her own label, isn't it, as well? You've been doing, you've created your own label. Yeah. yeah so we'll, we'll get into that. But, uh-huh. um, yeah. I was, uh, I was, I was researching you and uh, an interest, interesting little fact about you is uh, you were part of Kindred Spirits, wasn't it? Uh, when you were 12. Oh my God, she my skeleton out of closet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, how did that come about? Yeah, uh, so I was part of a, a choir called New London Children's Choir when I was living in London at the time. And they, um, so the director was um, Ronald Corpse and he wanted to create a, a choir and create an album for the Christmas time. And so he auditioned a lot of um, kids and I was one of them, so is my brother. And um, for, so yeah, I got the part and um, for a good year, we were rehearsing the songs, we were recording the songs. And then like at the end of the year, at Christmas time, we were just promoting the songs. So the album came out, I think around November time. And it was just kind of like a good year of experience of how I would like, how it's like to be part of the music industry and how um, everything comes about from the like the beginning to the end. So um, we performed at the um, the horse show in 2007, I believe, and also the Strictly Come Dancing as well, which was like one of my favorite shows. Um, yeah, and so yeah, it was just an experience of its own, wasn't it? Yeah, what, but, ma- yeah, what an interesting journey, like, especially yeah. that's your childhood in a way. Did you feel like did you still have time to be a kid during that time? <laughs> Definitely, I was still like attending like primary school, so it was just like a year of experience. I couldn't attend school as much mm-hmm. because of um, you know um, attending shows and recording. So, which I really didn't mind anyway because I had yeah. a lot of fun just having that um, music experience as well. But um, it was a it was a good fun, and um, I had an amazing experience. Was it so, um, yeah. uh, mining class ended up in Dawson? That's how it came about. And is it a, is it EMI uh, records? Yeah, actually? EMI records. Yeah. So, so how was that influence? Obviously, what age did you end up going away from that, and then end, and venturing into your own circuit of music? So at that age, I was eight, turning nine years old. I've always been interested in music since I was very young. So something like this wasn't really like a surprise because um, if I wasn't part of the Kindred Spirits, I would still be involved in music or performing arts in general. Um, So a, a few years after that, I started making music with my brother McCoy called and and we were a sibling duo called EZDZD and we started creating alternative R&B and soul music and and, um, we just really decided to write as much music as we can create and post a few covers on um, Instagram and this is the time when we were in Coventry right now so um, we were very involved in the creative um, community in Coventry so um, programs like um, the Belgrade with the Black Youth and the Imagineers and also Positive Youth Foundation which has influenced us um, so massively they've helped us so much not just being creative wise just growing up as teenagers to young adults as well which we are so grateful for as well so yeah the music really never stopped Mm -hmm. it's always been in us it's been through my family as well so we've always been surrounded by it which 
which is actually amazing. Do you ever have days when you're like, can you just leave me alone? You know what? You just annoy me. (laughs) (laughs) With McCoy, I guess, obviously, because we are siblings or siblings first (laughs) before anything else. But um, we do, we we live together right now. So I actually hardly ever see him. So I do miss him a lot. So every time I do see him, we try and catch up as much as possible. And I help him with his music stuff. And he helps me with mine as well, which is always great. Because you've also, I can hear, there's also a bit of a, a, an accent in your voice. Is it um, Belgian? Am I wrong? Or? Um, I, it could be, but I think it's also a mix of London and Coventry accents. Yeah. So that is just lovely mashed up. And I, I hang around with my mum a lot, which, and she has a strong Belgian accent as well. So maybe oh, it's so a bit cool. of that. Thanks. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've ever really met anyone that is that. That's from there. So that's probably you're probably my first person where I'm hearing that slight accent. So yeah, it's nice. I enjoy meeting new people and from different different backgrounds as well. I love that. Oh, that's amazing. Where are you from, sir? Because I I do hear a, like an, a northern accent as well. I'm from Wolverhampton. Oh, Wolverhampton. <laughs> so you're not too far from us. <laughs> oh, no. To be fair, no, I'm not. When I think about it, I really want to come down to London, but that's in the future when COVID backs off. Oh, yeah. Backs of off course. So, um, for those that are new to you, how would you describe your sound? Because it's an, in, it's an interesting one because I feel like it's spoken word mixed with a lot of different infusions. Mm-hmm. So, um, my sound is called Soul Pop. So, which is a um, popular music with a soulful sound. I try and double in as much genres as possible. Um, I never let that stop me. And it actually also excites me as well because um, I'm all, I love trying new and creative um, sounds. And yeah, it's just definitely soul pop. So that's what it's called. Was, did your mum ever play that or anyone that, anyone that you were influenced by growing up? Yeah, well, my mom played a lot of like French musicians like Claude Francoise and Nana Muscari. And it was more my dad who would um, show us like the 80s music. So like the 80s American, like R&B. So Michael Jackson, The Whispers, Diana Ross, The Supremes, um, we, which I was like, I love, especially like Shaka Khan. I was actually listening yeah. to her the other day. Only the greats. So, <laughs> yes, of course, the greats only. <laughs> So yeah, they definitely um, they definitely had their share of interest of what songs that they they wanted to share or just play in their house really what they um, enjoyed and we just kind of like took it from them and in in the household we're actually humongous Michael Jackson fans so um, we would always play his songs till this day we actually still play. Would you do the dance? Would you be doing the dances as well? When we were younger, yes. <laughs> Today, not so much. Don't pretend yeah, that you don't do them now. Don't pretend no, that you're not looking listen. in the mirror. Doing <laughs> I really wish I had those moves today, but it just doesn't work. When I was younger, definitely I had that energy. But now as a 23-year-old, it's just all gone. It's all gone out the window. <laughs> How does that make me feel? I'm 26. You're like going, oh, oh, I'm 23. You. And I'm like, oh gosh, man, we make me feel old. I mean, my, <laughs> my joints are starting to hurt me now. So maybe that's... Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, you're only as old as you feel, so... Exactly. And do you, I've noticed a lot on your, of your music, you can hear your different, obviously, your upbringing, different influences, because I like you have uh, this recordings in the background and different sounds you play with. So where, where does that come from? Where was that thought process when you went into the studios? Um, so when it comes to the whole, I, I just also, I had like 
a vision of how 21 and lost would be and honestly i just gave it to my um my spoken word artist and my producers to just do what they need to do um for example um a song called dangerous love um after performing after performing at a godiva festival we all went to the studio and we all just started jamming out and one of my good friends joshua guk has just started playing the bass and i I'm too blinded by this make-believe called love And I hate that I'm in love No man, you can't give enough Cause this all needs more attention Affection, you can't keep a little more of your record um everything um when it comes to um you know sessions more sessions more jams um even like studio recordings and stuff like that i'm always my friend is always recording and a couple of months after i played it again and i just felt like we were having such a good time and we were just creating as artists but more time just making memories and i really wanted that to be in um the LP and things like the spoken word as well. I have a song called Ready, which is just basically about empowering myself and just challenging challenging myself and not being afraid of um, going towards my dreams and just being ready and prepared for anything and everything. And beforehand, I really wanted um, my uh, good friend, um, uh, Oslem Yunat, to just create and um, just think about just listening to the song and just the first thing that comes out for her to write it down and she really felt like female empowerment through um the song and she just wrote it down and that's what the um the spoken word came about at the beginning of the song so it was more of a journey when it yeah. came to creating the, um, the lp and it took like a good year to fully create it and i'm really happy the way it came i can be just who i Powers, all the power of being my own sense of art. Why now? Why now? Don't worry about seeking alone. I place a space and measure ifs and weather, decisions and stories of memories in my head. It's like you tell the story, even again, like through the recordings with the jams, we mates, you're building that picture for people, which is nice to listen to. It creates different colours. I don't know. People see different different things some people go like to describe it with food i see different colors if that makes sense oh that's so sick different things like but um but yeah it's interesting hearing that and hearing you say like you, you have a lot of creative people around you as well which is nice and has yeah. that just naturally happened when you've you've got you've moved around and we just jumped and met different people yeah definitely um you know making music is like my first thing i don't think i can ever think of doing anything else um, I know that I'll always have this creative side of yeah. me which um, I will always be surrounded by so all these people have come naturally which is amazing and I see a lot and a lot of more artists and creators coming about so I feel like there's no way that you can miss out creative people because it's just literally around you exactly um, 
Yeah, so my family is quite creative as well, which is always lovely. So I always send them, send them a few of my things that I've recently wrote and they always um, give me feedbacks as well, especially even in the household. Um, I live with my siblings as well yeah. and they're all quite creative. I'm, I'm seeing reminiscence of uh, I've got a lot of family so I know I like having noise like just then so I'm just banged the door <laughs> cheers that guys appreciate it but um, going back to uh, uh, 21 and Lost where how come you you name you titled it that because that's quite uh, thought broken in a sense of um, being lost people I think everyone can identify at some point in their life I felt that yeah. way Definitely. Um, when I turned 21, I thought I had an idea of what I wanted to do in my life. And I had an idea, but I just didn't know how to execute it. And I didn't know which way was the right path for me, like music wise, and just like myself as a person. And um, so I just turned into music into my therapy and I just wrote all my questions down, all my thoughts and feelings down. It didn't make sense at first, but I feel like once we created the project, because it wasn't really supposed to be a project at first, I was just writing um, just to take all my thoughts and feelings out of me. Because, you know, usually when you just keep it in your head, it just drives you crazy. Yeah. So it's always good to write it down. And from writing down, making a list, asking questions, it just turned to a song. And then from turning to a song, we recorded it and then recording it and it just turned into a um, project and I feel like it was just really a lovely nice natural process um, like I said I um, worked on it for a year with good people around me like um, Credo, Campenta and um, Danny Azar and also Bank Sound based in Nigeria as well so um, I have a great amazing uh, friends oh, wow. which How did that really helped me um, with him being um, based in Nigeria is he does he live there or so he used to live in the UK for uni and then he moved back to Nigeria and we just kept in contact ever since that's good thanks yeah yeah he's he's an amazing producer and he's a, an amazing friend as well Again, that's great. I get you've got so many creative people around you, and that's brilliant. But I feel like it like attracts like whatever you throw out to the universe, you'll have that mirrored back. Definitely, 100%. Yeah. Even, even in behavior, I feel like some heck, you know, if you're mean, you're going to get that back. Let's be honest. Yeah. That type of thing. <laughs> yeah, that's just how life works. So, what would you, uh, what, have you got a favorite song? Uh, when you listen to all your all your tracks, or do you have? Oh or do they have different individual meanings? Where they they uh, all do, yeah, they all do have different um, individual individual meanings. But the one that really spoke the most for me is de- definitely "Dangerous Love." Because at the time, um, I really wasn't in a happy place and I just wanted to write something down just to take it out of me because I've been bottling it up for the longest time. And that was like my breaking point. So I had to just sit down and just chillax for a good 24 hours, which is really weird thing for me to do because I'm a busy person. I'm like... I'm always about everywhere. I'm never at home. I'm always just doing things. Or even if I am at home, I'm just doing things. And that was really the first time in a good while that I just sat down and just wrote. And when I wrote something and because I was so upset, like it just, it just made more, it just made sense when I created the song. And um, I think it's everyone, a lot of people's favorite as well, because it's very relatable. 
and um and it's very different as well the way that I approached it the way that Credo also produced it as well just I feel like it just turns you somewhere else in the project as well which I absolutely love um about the project because it gives you it gives you different types of genres and different types mm-hmm. of sound and it's like a journey so it went from like nice like bubbly to like you know so like smooth and calm to just full-on rock and you're like whoa where, where, where did I love that though from? they're like the two, <laughs> two of my favorite genres so I, I was in love for that when I was listening to it I was like yes I love a good guitar rift <laughs> oh that's sick I'm glad you liked it <laughs> yeah I did I'm like, but um again you can that's the influences isn't it and people around you and taking that for yourself what you, you your love you can hear that in Definitely. your music do you Definitely, feel like yeah. you're at you you feel a bit more at peace was it like therapy now you're at a point now where creatively you know where which avenue to go down definitely um I feel like it was so important for me at the time to just listen to my gut and follow my gut and never doubt myself and whatever I'm whatever I'm feeling or whatever I'm thinking and um just writing music and me thinking about okay what can I do here what can I change what do I like about it what I don't like about it it just helped me so much Mm -hmm. so um definitely in my music career it has just helped me to just listen to my gut because it will never let me down and um also listen to critics as well and Mm -hmm. see what else um people can add into your creativity as well always open the door with open arms as well so that's what really made me at peace so you're great with words as well. I can see what you do. <laughs> no, it's true because a lot of people, uh, they'll listen to people, but they're not actually soak, soak it up what they're saying. And if it's a negative, um, what, what, they're, what they're telling them, they'll even more push that away instead of taking it on as critic, like a nice positive criticism. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I feel like criticism is so important because that's the only way that you can grow. You can take it personally, but that's something that I wouldn't recommend because you're not really thinking about the art anymore. You're just thinking about yourself and <laughs> your art. It's not supposed to be about yourself. It's supposed to be for other people. You're giving something yeah. away. So, yeah, that's how I see it. So. <laughs> I'm laughing because you're right. That's what. right it's true it is it's true I was looking at your Instagram actually and um I feel a bit bad now making you play this game uh that we're about to play uh but you were having a little little bit of wine enjoying and was it a music video yes what was that for then what was the music video you were creating oh oh it wasn't a music video oh I thought it was a YouTube video yeah I was like in your bedroom okay (laughs) (laughs) in the past I have like made music videos by myself but now I'm really into creating YouTube videos now I've I've been I've left it for a while but um I would really like to jump back on it and um yeah, you know what? I love like a good, nice glass of wine on a Sunday evening as well. And the topic that I was talking about really deserved a glass of wine as well. And yeah, so I'm just really trying to be a, a lot more active on YouTube, um, posting a lot of more singing videos and also just vlogs about um, my thoughts, um, what I like, what I'm doing about, um, what I'm going on about my day, mm-hmm. what I'm working on and stuff. So like a bit of behind the scenes of what you expect from me in the future. So just um, getting everyone yeah. prepared. Where can I find that then? Is that on your uh, your official, the, your normal YouTube channel? Yeah, yeah. What's the title? So, 
my normal YouTube my normal YouTube channel is just Nyota, so N Y O T A A. But um, Nyota vlogs is coming out very very soon, so that's just N Y O T A A space vlogs. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should put like a, an applause for that one. Oh, cool! Thank you, thank you. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> So have you got have you got your glass ready for the game or not? You know what? I haven't got I wanted to I don't know why I did this. <laughs> so I've left like I finished like literally my last glass of Express. wine bottle. So because of that, I think I just got myself like a small shot of like vinegar oh. and just I know, just wing it and let's do it. Like something more daring. Probably just do that to yourself. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm actually really like, I'm so... I mean, that's great. It's it's worse than like really like small shot and vodka and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? Let me be more adventurous. Let me be crazy. And have vinegar. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So this game is called Drink or Spill. Um, if you so we have three questions each uh, okay so I don't know if you want to drink three shots of vinegar I'd, I'd answer it if I were you I'll take I'll have sips I'll have sips have, that's it <laughs> I'll let you yeah. off with that a sip <laughs> even a lick like don't even don't even <laughs> down in that but yeah um, so yeah uh, we have we'll take turns we'll have three questions each uh, these will be kind of like kind of questions you don't really want to answer so you'll ask okay. um not invasive, but uh, critical questions. You feel okay. the other person respondent won't answer. So yeah, okay. uh, here we go. So I feel like you will probably answer this one. So I'll, I'll go easy. Uh, you know. All right then. I'll be nice. So on the music circuit, uh, whilst you've been on stage, what has been your most embarrassing moment? Well, have you got one? You might not have one. I don't think I have one yet. I think maybe like the most embarrassing moment it's probably like my music has stopped playing during <laughs> like me singing so I'll be looking at the you, DJ you weren't, like, my, you weren't like, miming as long as you weren't no, no, no. imagine luckily I wasn't miming <laughs> literally no luckily I wasn't miming so I just you know continued singing just made it sound like it was nothing else and then it, it came back again but obviously delayed so I just jumped into the look straight away so but it happened like two three times so I was just like yeah. okay once is okay but this is going on for a bit too long but um you know everyone still enjoyed the set so I'm happy about that that's wicked then okay so then uh last time I played this comma unique just spontaneously came up with questions and I feel like I've got form for making people do drinking games after they've had a drink last night so <laughs> she, she had a good few she said before oh that's so, good um, <laughs> Have you, what question have you got for me? It could be anything. So, okay. So since we're kind of like an embarrassing topic, I wanted oh, to ask, <clears throat> what has been your embarrassing moment at a nightclub? At a nightclub? Oh, that's a good one. I'm trying to think. It's been so... Do you know how long it's been since I've been to a nightclub? I know. It's <laughs> like, can you even remember? Can I, I'm so old now. I can't. <laughs> like, oh, what is the most embarrassing moment? Hmm. I think on a date I, I was on a date with someone and I spilled my first date with the person and I okay. spilled the drinks all over them 
Like, no. I brought the drinks and then I just. <laughs> Oh like, my gosh! Like the worst impression ever. I'm sorry. What, what was it? What was it? Was it like wine? Um, no. Or? Oh no, they're they're they were cheap. That much I can. Not with them anymore. No. Oh, that's no, all good. I'm then. joking. I'm not like that. I'm, I'm not really. Like that. It was a desperado. I like that though. Oh, okay. The lemon. The lemon in. Yeah, I like that too. Lime. Oh, that's Lime. not too bad. <laughs> Slime, not lemon. <laughs> what the hell am I about? Yeah. So thank God I don't have to drink that. Right, there we go. Yeah. Right, second question. Let me get this ready. This is when it gets a little bit more serious, okay? Okay, cool. Okay, so... Um, I'm Nick to call me Unique's question on this one, so call me Unique. Thank you so much. <laughs> so on the music circuit, do you have any crushes on uh, any particular person and if you do have a crush let them hear it oh i actually don't have a crush oh no. <laughs> i know i'm so boring i actually don't have a crush i don't know maybe because i'm in, happily in a relationship but i actually don't have oh, well, and now i feel bad have... no, <laughs> oh, God. no oh, it's all good exclusive Honestly, all good. <laughs> <laughs> no i actually don't have anyone that like I'm like, yeah, I fancy you. I actually don't. That's good. Well, not not saying not, not saying it's bad to have a crush, guys. I'm just saying that's good on your behalf. <laughs> As you're in a relationship, I apologise. Definitely, that's right. no, cool. It's um. And someone, what, what pray for me? Do you <laughs> do you have someone that is on your DMs that <laughs> has? <laughs> <laughs> That has um, that you had like a passing with in um, in like primary, secondary, no, in secondary school time. So has anyone popped up to you in secondary school and you're like, whoa, like I've never, I never expected you to like you know reply or even remember me. Just school. Probably had a question. Uh, yeah, and I, I can't. Do you know, I. I don't. I never dated or liked anyone at school. I was a bit of a weird child. Is it college? Probably college time. College. Well, we can work college in there. Oh god, that's not in there. I don't know. <laughs> I think have I had someone from college? Um, I don't know. And um, I'd rather drink. <laughs> Wait. You will never know. <laughs> no one. <laughs> Other DMs, huh? no. <laughs> so my final question for you. Um, so what's oh, I, don't, I would not. I personally would not answer this question, but okay, cool. It's completely up to you. So what? What has been the worst birthday present you've ever received, and who from? Oh, you're actually considering this. I don't have actually a worst birthday present. Oh, don't you not? Don't like, don't pretend I don't. I really don't. See, what we do with my family is they you all appreciate chip all your in presents. with, yeah, I actually yeah. appreciate it because it's something that actually helps us. So, what they do, we, we all chip in in that one present and it's like a present from the family. And for the past couple of years, I've like received the base and two laptops and stuff. Aww. And yeah, that's that's like, good presents. Some decent yeah, no, presents. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I actually haven't had like a worst birthday present. That's, I think that's, maybe that's like the idea. worst. Yeah, maybe the, the worst birthday present is like that one or two years 
I didn't receive a birthday present because no one knew what I wanted. But <laughs> even that was fine because That's I was a though, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I've had that. I'm like, how do you not know me? Come on, guys. Like, yeah, literally. Use your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> literally. But no, yeah, no worse birthday presents over here. So yeah, you got great music out. I'm actually, check it out, guys. Twenty one on loss, uh, and thank also you. you're a nice person, which makes it all that better. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I had a lovely time with you. Same. I've had a, I've had a good laugh, and that, that's something I know. But it's a it's been a good interview with someone like yourself. Oh, that's so yeah, I, good. I, I appreciate you taking time out as well and uh, saying yes to being on the show. Of course, hundred percent. Any time. I'd had a lovely time. Thank and you I'll so much. To, so when you, do you have any upcoming gigs or uh, planned? Because of the COVID, I'm really trying to focus on YouTube yeah. a lot more, but I am working on my next project, so you'll um, hear a lot more of that on uh, in 2021. So, yeah. Yay, look forward. When, okay, guys, it's 2021. That is her year. Have you got that? Yes, 100%. <laughs> Everyone that said 2020 is... Sorry, guys. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> That's like the whole world right now. But yeah, um, I want to say thank you. Uh, But yeah, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Take care of yourself. You too.